This is Jamie Morrissey and you're listening to Underdog Psychosis. Underdog Psychosis is a raw insight to Irish and Limerick youth culture, from entertainment to self-help to politics. If you like this telemate, it's available on SoundCloud and iTunes. I was inactive for a while but I'm back, and as I said in the first intro, I'm going to have fun with this. Thank you for listening. What's happening, guys? Uh, I'm joined here by a mate, someone I know, I suppose. It's a small city, man. I know you from, uh, I've seen you play rugby, very talented rugby player. We met at a house party the last day, and one of your friends set this up, man. And when I put it up on Instagram, plenty of people were delighted about it. I suppose the topic of conversation that we will be touching on is the Speak for 15 campaign that you launched. But there's a lot of other things to talk about. I like to keep this organic, keep it free flowing, and we won't stay r- too rigid with it. How are you keeping, bro? Yeah, good. Yeah. Thanks for bringing me on. Really no, appreciate man. it. Pleasure, man. There was people asked after we put up that picture, man. I was very surprised that they, well, not surprised, but I was blown away by the amount of people getting back to me that were interested in hearing this, man. So I think that the main thing, man, the thing after studying your profile and I've laughed at it numerous times, man, is the light-hearted approach that you you take towards mental health. Let's okay. Let's introduce you first off. So, Patter Collins. I know your brother probably more than I know you. Know you. <laughs> it's a smaller city, man. I know you from watching you playing ball. Uh, seen you play cup rugby, serious player. You're recovering from an injury now, yeah. Yeah, did, did my ACL last October. So. And what stage you at with it now? I just had my six month consultation there a few weeks ago. So hopefully be back fully in October. <laughs> Unreal, man. And what way is that gonna? I, I suppose you were just saying and nearly geared, gearing everything towards getting back playing ball, like yeah. Yeah, like I don't rush it because like it's not a proper competition. <laughs> Christmas, it's kind of proper serious stuff next year now, but uh, mm, yeah, yeah. Now, I'll just say to you listeners as well, lads, I'm in a, in a kind of crossroads phase with the podcast. I'm moving into the studio there with uh, one of my good mates, Paddy Engineer, DJ Pa, Dylan Hargraves, Spargraves. He's, yeah, he's monetizing his art now. The guy's a sick producer, an incredible artist, and he's, uh, he's after investing in his own studio and whatever, and we're going to collaborate together with the podcast. So you're going to be able to, we're actually going to be able to hear myself and the guests from now on. We're going to go out towards his house. Right now we're in the gym at the minute, so you can hear someone downstairs cracking pads. It mightn't be ideal, but sure, look, if you want to listen, keep listening. If not, so no more. Um, with the Speak for 15, okay, what was the inspiration behind that? Did your empathy towards mental health, did that stem from watching other people around you or did that stem from something you were feeling personally or, or where did it come from, man? Um, it was was myself personally, really. Someone kind of close to me was kind of suffering and mm. uh, I don't be going into too much detail, but mm. like uh, it was going on without, and I was completely oblivious to it, didn't know what was going on. Mm. And uh, I just decided to take this approach of making it lighthearted and just trying to get people to speak up and basically just stigmatising us really. That's it, and that's exactly what you're doing, man, because me, myself included, I, like when I started out with this podcast, it was solely based around mental health at the start, but as time moves on, like I think one of the, one of the biggest uh, ways you're going to destigmatise something like this is the approach you've taken, the light-hearted approach. You've a lot of mental health activists out there, and let's be honest, I, I remember interviewing Lee Rees before, and he said we're all as oppressed as each other, and I couldn't agree more with him. You know, everyone is wanting around anxious. Let's be real, if you're not anxious, man, you're not telling the truth. Like, you know what I mean? There's, and I don't know what's in the water or what's going on, there's a number of things you could put in it. But it's the light-hearted approach that you're taking, man, that's making it different, because you're getting very solid points across, man, but doing it in such a sense that you're not coming across patronising, condescending, like, like I'm sure I've done on this podcast like a lot of people usually do it's coming across in a way that people it's, it's really easy to listen to and it's humorous man it's humorous I was talking to you before we got on the mic about the I don't know what you were rubbing on your scalp that time but it was it, <laughs> yeah. it was fucking that was hilarious big, that was a big hit now yeah <laughs> it was fucking hilarious <laughs> but that was that was my first uh, 
To be honest, I'd always seen the Speak for 15 liked all your stuff, always kept watching, but one of my first, I didn't really see it, that's when I really started studying the page, man, was when, how much I laughed at that, and that's when I really started investigating, seeing how, how light-hearted the approach was, but how effective it is as well. What do you think was the most kind of, what got the most hits or the most interaction, what kind of movement or what kind of post or whatever? Uh, I suppose when my launch video, I think, because... UL Student Life, they sponsor me. Cause, mm. uh, I was actually initially supposed to do it with you no know, with Movember, you know, the kind of UK organisation that supports mental health. Mm. UL Student Life didn't sponsor them. They were sponsoring Pieta House that year. They were like, so if you just work with Pieta House this year, it'll be grand. So I just worked with Pieta House. And uh, it was funny, actually, I was about to call it Speak for 10 because I thought it was like 10 minutes at a halftime break. <laughs> but then, like the week before, I messaged the ref saying, Oh, is it actually 10 or 15 minutes? And he goes, oh no, it's 15 minutes. So, change it last minute to speak for 15. There's a funny so, yeah. That's That's after reminding me of something very funny, man. Uh, shout out Fuzz Fenton if you're listening to this. I doubt you are because you slagged me over the podcast there years ago. But, uh, fucking going for counselor that time, man, right? I started a page on Facebook. I, I decided within the last three days. It was actually, I was on the fence, man. I was like, all right, either I do this now. And it was a, a passed away mate of mine, man, that I had heard something where he said it. He said something about that. And that made up my mind, something he had said. So I got on the laptop, got the legislation in, paid the money, whatever I had to do, and got on the laptop, said, boom, this last day, create the page. So I said, Jamie Morrissey for counsellor for Limerick, whatever. So boom, little people are going, what the fuck, what's going on, what's going on? And then messages are coming in, likes are coming in, whatever. So I'm sitting on the laptop trying to get this, and then a fella texts me going, here man, just letting you know, you spell, you spell counsellor wrong on the page. Oh, <laughs> so I was there on the laptop, I was having a full-on meltdown, man. Right? So my first experience even creating the page, probably. <laughs> So I'm in the page trying to re-spell the word counsellor. There's <laughs> a fucking, yeah, vote number one anyway, boys. But uh, what I was going to say, Chi, okay, so we're, t- we're talking about the light-hearted approach. We're talking about that there. The talk in 10 minutes and 15 minutes, had th- that was the first movement, wasn't was, it? That was the first movement. That was during the World Cup, yeah? That was during the Rugby World Cup, so it was called Speak for 15, and I basically challenged challenge rugby fans to put their phones down for a full 15-minute halftime break of any game to watch to chat to a friend instead. And uh, it was basically a nomination challenge, and just tried to get to as much people as possible really mm. like rugby players celebrities and you know I got a great buy in as well like there was like Jamie Redknapp came across it as well and I was like nice one Jimmy <laughs> that's and, right, uh, yeah. so like that was uh, really good to reach out to those people but I feel like the kind of most important aspect of it was really it was obviously great to get all that attention but uh, mm. the one one student from Cork Mello uh, from the St. Patrician Academy secondary mm. student and uh, he said to me, look, Pat, I've been following your campaign for the last few months and one of our students actually uh, took their own lives uh, last year and uh, he was saying, look, I love this approach you're doing and I'd love if you actually come down mm-hmm. to Cork and do a talk and uh, decided oh, that'd be unreal and it was obviously class to have that kind of effect on someone, kind of inspired me to go to St. Mudgeons as well in Arthur Reach, so I'd love to keep that going. And uh, yeah, mm, that's that's absolutely savage, man. It really is. Like something, something I was thinking of earlier, man, was even walking around, you know, with the legislation coming in today with masks and stuff like that. Like, mm. and you're kind of thinking to yourself, all right, if someone had showed me a, a video of eight months ago of people walking around with masks, you know, you would you would have thought a nuke went off or something. Do you get me? Exactly. But yeah. when you think about, man, even 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 walking around with the. Uh, you're looking at these people guarding the river, man, and you're looking at all these. If you had showed someone that 20 years ago, what? Do you know, what, how can you? But yet we all get on with our lives. Do you understand me? Like, a, yeah. look at the world coming to a standstill for a virus that's, that's like, the average age of people dying from this virus is higher than the average death rate. Okay, so look at the, look at the stigma surrounding coronavirus. Look at the effect it's had on the, on the global trade market, the effect it's had on, on everyday life. You can't go into spam by a chicken run now without looking like you're going to operate in someone. So 
but we have people guarding the river and no one's asking a question about it. Like People lobbing themselves. So what is going on? It's time that people start full on asking the questions. And again, this started off as a mental health podcast and kind of stemmed out the kind of you culture and stuff like that. But that was the main motivation of me picking up the mic. Because from the ages 15 to 19 to 20, I was fucked and nothing short of fucked. Yeah. So I can, that's, that's where my empathy comes from. Uh, comes from when, I, when I'm you know, even talking to you today speak that's why I have such good such good respect for what you're doing but what is going on it's about time people start asking the question like like your light hearted view is brilliant other people's uh, other perspective is brilliant but at the end of the day we need to start literally asking the question why are people lobbing themselves into a river, a river like, you know yeah. what I mean and from your experience of of this campaign and feedback and everything what would you put it down to like this, a, this like, epidemic like I feel like we're like in the age of, I was actually only researching last week when I made a post, but like, we're actually like in the age of like perfectionism, where like, we're constantly anxious about everything. And like, one example, like the Leaving Cert students, like it's, the Leaving Cert is causing huge burnout like every year. And points of courses actually haven't gone up as much, but like the students are actually reaching like, like new levels, like, you know, 500 is like, I say 450 is the new average mm-hmm. now. And I say five, 10 years ago, 350 might have been bang Thanks, average yeah. and uh doing brilliant and like <laughs> but like you know our kind of expectations is like exceeding reality like it's uh that's it like it you know we're all top men on instagram as well like, <laughs> oh, yeah. even rats they know <laughs> but yeah man that's exactly it um I suppose if I was to put it, uh, the perfectionism aspect is huge man 100% everyone's uh, we're all trying to maintain an image and you know it's it's the best way you could I think the best thing about it man is honesty as well like what is more refreshing I think man when I happen to the car and one of my mates even goes to me do you know because I can tell nothing gets past me man to be honest in, from an emotional perspective and that's not so in vain but I can tell immediately when someone's rattled when yeah. they're not making like if they're not making eye contact if they're tripping over themselves stuttering second guessing they're saying I can tell if someone's rattled yeah. but when the boys goes man I'm fucking I'm, I'm riddled today with anxiety today it's almost like that 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 bit of honesty man is, is fucking huge and I think yeah. that's that, that's big in, with everything but if I was talking about the reasoning behind it, man, I think, it, it, yes, that 100%, but I think it's de- it, it has huge, uh, there's huge implications. Number one, just the, the importance on third level education now, and people, I think there's aspects of feminism, like blind boy talking it, and I think it's countless, man. I think it, even chemicals in food, everything, like, you know what I mean? And even to do with, I think things like Wi-Fi, like, you know, there's things that exist that we can't, like the presence of, of signals in this room that right now is huge, and that just simply didn't exist 20 years ago, and this is all interfering with our, with our, CNS and, and it is interfering with us so I also think that's huge yeah um, to speak for 15 are you going to keep this going long term and what's the, what's the kind of aim with it I think you should like to be honest uh, why not like definitely like I, uh, when I set it up for Rugby World Cup like my initial aim was just to play it out for a few months raise as much money as I can really and I don't know really what else to do with it but then when I got those like texts from the students from uh, Liam Star students and you know it just really made me Go on with this, and uh, Savage, and then kind of definitely use it to my advantage to going for the welfare officer mm. this year in UL. Yeah, talk to me about that campaign, man. The welfare officer, like that's cool. I, to be honest, I didn't know you were the welfare officer, but I know the after going to UL, man, I know the the effort that goes into that is sick. Like you know what I mean? That's a proper proper campaign, like. Yeah, it's uh, like honestly, I had plans with the lads last year to go to Vancouver, mm. and uh, but it was always kind of in the back of my mind to go for the welfare role, and uh, and it was it would definitely be aligned with my campaign because like I would love to kind of make a career out of it because I feel like you know I'm come all right good at it like and mm. uh, it's definitely you know if you follow your passion like it'll just take you to the right place 100% and uh, yeah so I decided when those when the flights kind of bailed to Vancouver I decided to go for this and uh, yeah it was just a week long campaign 
of uh, trying to get in and work. I started working there in June and like it's kind of weird like we spend the whole kind of summer months organizing events for the first semester but it's totally up in the air now with everything yeah but uh it, it will be a tricky year like, like the financial hardship people going through like the uh, it'll be tricky but i think it'll be a huge learning cur- curve though and mm. uh, yeah looking forward to it and do you think like the response you've got from speak for 15 from different individuals and people suffering from mental health and whatnot do you think like that's something that you can't unsee like that's going to be something that you're going to empathize now with the rest of your life regardless what you do like you know? exactly like there was like you know i got numerous kind of dms from people on instagram as like they were they thought like it was somewhat kind of a, a counselor or a professional but mm. i was like I just told him about my experience with this and what I did, but like I said so clearly, you know, I'm no professional, but this is my advice, but mm. obviously go to someone else if... Uh, don't if hold me accountable. Yeah, don't hold me accountable, <laughs> like, but... Uh, you, can I, like, you can get the ointment to yourself <laughs> oh, yeah. on my website. Yeah. And like, uh, and like one with the campaign, like, I'm just trying to encourage people, you know, to put their phones down and just really have a genuine, undivided connection with someone in a conversation and you know just to spot the signs as you said mm. there you know what you might see if someone's not feeling well or you just know that's you know there's something in the back of their minds and they might want to bring it up and like i don't want people to have it you know think you know up does pattern want to us put their phones down and just have a serious conversation about mental health but like i just, just want people just a simple chat mm. like you know because anyone that's suffering from anxiety like it's rarely over one overarching reason it's like a it's numerous issues like you might have uh, a, a bad day at work uh, you might you might lose I don't know your phone or something mm. and then something big might happen and then that'll just Snowball. that'll be the last straw really mm. and uh, it's just dealing with the small issues every day and mm. like you know just talking to someone have your what's your low what's your high of the day mm. uh, just just promoting genuine conversations really so that's so important man isn't it like how many times you're in a room these days man and everyone's glued to the phone man and uh, it's, it's cat and one annoying thing is like you know when you're watching a movie with the lads mm. and you know it's a good scary movie and <laughs> there'll be lads texting and you're and you're the only one fed, you're only one that gives a fucking huge reaction you're yeah. like fuck and yeah, then you, you look around and then movie night, like. the boys are like oh sorry what and yeah, it's just annoying you know. a few days after exactly yeah but listen with the with the power of purpose what you were talking about two minutes ago so you were you were denied now a few a few months of playing ball based on that injury mm. Do you think that the speak for fifteen came in at a at a really at an instrumental time? I know you probably started it before the injury, but was it instrumental in terms of having an element of purpose there to keep you grounded and keep you on a straight and narrow? Definitely, like I, so the injury happened in October and uh, October two thousand nineteen, and I was in the middle of my campaign, uh, speak for fifteen, and to be honest, like as the campaign went on, I, w- I was like, geez, how would have I balanced rugby with the mm. speak for fifteen campaign? And I was in fourteen in college as well, so it came actually at a good time. I was able to push up my grades a bit, but like I was definitely, I was definitely able to give more time and energy towards this campaign, and it definitely wasn't there. It def like definitely wouldn't have been as big as it is now if it wasn't for an injury. I say so. Like it's kind of a funny silver lining there, like for sure. And do you, like is it something now that man that you just you're probably delighted that, that, that well obviously you're delighted you started, but it's something now that's a huge part of your life, like is it? And it's given you. I think once you establish that vehicle, man, it's 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 absolutely huge. Like I think one of the biggest things that men felt is fear, man. How many of us look? Dylan Hargers is here with us, man. He he just quit his day job now to go and pursue what he wants to do. You're doing what you want to do. Faisal Azimi is here beside me, doing exactly what he wants to do. Fine, I'm doing what I want to do. It took getting past an element of fear to go walk into walk into this gym to go and quit his job to do what you do, man. It takes getting past. It takes just that leap of faith, nearly. Like, how big is that? Like, because without if you never took that risk, you wouldn't have this element of purpose that you have in your life now that you need to keep going for. Like, exactly. Know? Like, and uh, I know there was like some 
some people lost out big time with, co- with the coronavirus, but like I definitely kind of gained got, from. Gain from it because mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't have got the welfare job without it. And I like I feel like this is definitely a huge career path I definitely want to pursue. Yeah, it's just funny how it all worked out. Hundred percent, man. Yeah. And like if you if you like from the just like finally from the from the general kind of responses you've got, man, and the general inclinations you've gathered from listening to people, from seeing all these different perspectives and all these different problems, what would be just if the most instrumental uh, bits of advice that you can listen? You're like you said, you're not a professional, but you are very effective at what you do, man. There's a reason it's so big. There's a reason it's this popular. There's a reason that all of us for for a while it was the biggest hashtag on Instagram that I saw. Anyway, hundred percent, hundred percent for a good while. Yeah. So there's a reason you're good, man. There's a reason it's popular, man. So what would be just a little bit of advice for a fellow that you think is struggling? Maybe that might share some of the most prominent problems that you kind of came across in terms of feedback. Um. Put you on the spot there, uh, no, I spo- uh, like when I went around to schools, like I met the principal like every time, and like they talked to me about like how many students were coming to them mm. every year, and I feel like I don't know. There's, I feel like parents these days are putting a big pressure on uh, kids. Like you know, they might be doing it subconsciously, but they're like, oh, fucking Dylan's getting five hundred points, and why can't Petter, mm. why can't Petter get up to his standard there? And uh, there's putting that kind of pressure on soon or people these days to be like, this is the kind of only kind of route. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you know you have to get to college, but like if you actually just follow your passion, like you'll you'll take you to the right place, really. One hundred percent, man. I think and, it's all uh, about the passion, like that, man. Isn't it? Exactly, it's so yeah. Instrumental. But um, yeah, Peter Collins, talk about Speak for Fifteen just very quickly on, on uh, just Instagram where they can find you. Is there, there's only one page, and it's your page, or is there two pages? There's a Speak for Fifteen page as well. No? There's a Speak for Fifteen yeah. page, yeah. so it's uh, Speak for Fifteen and. Lots of people get confused with the four. It's like F O R, not the number four. Got mm. yeah, someone corrected. On, uh, Educate yourselves. Yeah, exactly. So speak for fifteen on uh, Instagram, and uh, give me a follow. Yeah. Uh, say hi. I'll be like, well, how are you? And uh, <laughs> I just I like to kind of share tips every week. Good tips. And uh, kind of try to make it lighthearted. And uh, yeah, hopefully you'll take something from it. Patter Collins, Underdog Psychos. Thanks a million for coming in, man. Cheers. Really enjoyed that chat. You're a real smooth speaker, dude. <laughs> yeah. um, Scrap Star Media, Underdog Psychos, produced by Dylan H.